0: My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride, and I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, Price rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name's Jeff Bajorek. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. We're moving right through season three, which is all about prospecting. And the first half of the season, I laid out the eight reasons why you and your team are not creating more opportunities. You should be. The second half here, we're actually almost halfway through this second half here, is about prospecting like a pro. And look, I'm laying out frameworks here. I think it's important to note that. I'm being more specific than I've ever been before, but I'm laying out these frameworks here that give you some boundaries to work within. And if you think about it like a process, right, here are the things that have to happen. Here are the things that high level, top notch prospectors do. These are the boxes that you need to check if you want to be one of those high flyers. And I'm laying them out there for you to do. And I'm giving you suggestions for how to check them. You make them your own, right? Selling like you is all about figuring out your own methodologies while recognizing that the process is pretty static, The process represents everything that has to happen. The methodology is very, very personal. So take that mindset in with you. I wanna give you full permission to do this the way that you want to do it, but I wanna be sure that you recognize that there are things that are non-negotiable and have to be done. So we're moving through this uh, section of the season here called Prospect Like a Pro. And one of the things that pros get right that most people miss is this concept of tension. Now, this is not a new concept for you. I talk about productive tension all the time. Um, Productive tension is the group of emotions that needs to be present to make a sale. People buy things emotionally. They justify those purchases logically later. You know this. This is what it looks like, though. It is the emotion, the group of emotions, whether it is a pain that needs to be alleviated, maybe it is a goal that someone needs to work toward. You are helping someone in a B2B selling setting or really any consultative setting uh, for selling at all. You are helping someone achieve a better state for themselves, some sort of transformation. That's what you're doing. Intention is helping illustrate the difference between where they are right now and where they wanna be. What are those emotions? Now this is very, very clear in terms of a sales process. Most people don't think about it enough in terms of prospecting. They don't think about creating tension early enough. They think about, I'm going to try to say the right thing at the right time to the right person. I'm going to prove so much to this person. I'm going to justify my meeting because I know them and their situation so well. That is about familiarity. That is not not about tension. And in the last episode, I talked about differentiating yourself and how vital that is. And so many of you listening to this right now are trying to differentiate yourself by just getting the mix right. Hey, that is valid. That will work. That is not the best approach. What you want to do is change your prospect's eye level. You want to create tension by demonstrating that you know something that they don't know, but they'd be better off for knowing. Look, you know how to prospect. I know you know how to prospect, but something still gets in your way as a matter of fact, I've identified eight reasons that you and your team are not creating more sales opportunities. I put them together as a white paper to serve as a companion of this season of the Rethink the Way You Sell podcast. Go to jeffbajorek.com forward slash eight reasons to download your copy and the self-assessment that is included in that white paper so you know where you can make maximal impact right away to improve your prospecting results. Now back to the show. You also want to create tension by showing them that you're not going away. You're going to surround them. You're not going to be so easily avoided. You're going to reach them by phone. You're going to reach them by email. You're going to reach them by text. Maybe you're going to reach them by social media. You are going to reach them by direct mail. You may knock on their door. Think about all the channels at your disposal for how you can reach somebody. Think about the power in the combination of any number of those channels and think about the emotions that they stir up. Huh? This guy's not going away. This Jeff guy just reached out to me three different ways over the last two days. And that was only two days after the last time he reached out to me. And it was just early last week when I got the first contact I've ever heard from him. Hey, maybe this is someone I should be paying attention to. That's tension. Think about what you're trying to do at this stage of the process. You're trying to get someone's attention. So change their eye level, give them something to think about that nobody else has ever asked them to think about. Do that multiple times through multiple channels so that they know they need to start taking you seriously and then be persistent. Let them know that you will not be waited out. You will have thus differentiated yourself and also outlasted 90% of your competitors who call or email three times. They only call or they only email or a lot more people nowadays that are just commenting on your social media posts. Like we can't see where that's coming from and where that's allegedly headed. And show yourself as a professional. What do you want to do here? You want to provoke a response. You want to be edgy enough to create an emotional response, but it's got to be a productive emotion. It can't just, you can't just fluster someone, right? If you go out of your way to offend someone, well, yeah, I guess that's emotion too, but that's not exactly the emotion you're looking for. You don't need that. You want to justify in their mind that they need to take this meeting with you, one because you won't go away so easily, right? That's the easiest thing to uh, to do. If you just continue to call and you continue to bring value with every call, you're going to. They're going to know they can't wait you out. That they need to respond in some way. But if each one of those touches, if each one of those emails or social media messages or direct packages, whether it's got fun swag from your company in it, or if it's just a provocative you know, veto letter going back in the day, kids, look that up if you don't know what it is. That's going to justify that their time with you is going to be well spent. That's what you're trying to do here. So if we think about emotion in terms of the overall sale, we think about creating tension through the sales process, their need to change. You know, it's it's why change, why change now, why me? I don't think I got the, the order there, but you know what I'm talking about. Why change, why me, why now? Think about why meet? why me? Why next Tuesday at 2 p.m., if your calendar's clear? I want you to think of this first sale you need to make, and that is justifying that your time that their time is worth sharing with you. And if you want a little uh, reference, if you want uh, just a little bit of perspective and context here, let's think about the value you need to offer. Let's think about the value you need to provide in that meeting. Let's say someone makes $100 an hour. Okay. Let's say you're trying to reach an executive that makes $200,000 a year. That means they make about hundred dollars an hour. And this just, you may be calling on people above this pay grade. You may be calling on people well below this pay grade. Doesn't matter. The math's easy and I'm a sales guy, right? So I want to make the math easy so I can illustrate this point. If you're asking for 15 minutes, would they be willing to pay $25 for whatever you're going to share with them in those 15 minutes? What are they going to take away from that meeting that is worth them paying $25 for? Because if they're not willing to pay for that, that's what they're paying. If their time is worth $100 an hour, then 15 minutes is $25. Bucks. If they're going to be wasting their time, or if they don't feel that whatever you bring to that meeting isn't worth the 25 bucks, um, they just that's a net loss for them. I mean, it's really simple math. It's a really simple analogy. Most people don't think about it in these ways. So uh, when we get back to the topic of, are you someone worth talking to and do you have something worth talking about? Is what you're bringing to that meeting, is the value you provide in those 15 minutes, is that worth them paying for? If it's not, then go back to the drawing board until it is. But I'll tie this back to the concept of tension. When you have something that is worth paying for, and you're asking for time instead of money in exchange for it, well, it's a lot easier to create that tension. And when you believe that what you offer is worth that time, when you believe that what you're bringing to that meeting is worth paying for, you approach that meeting differently. You approach that meeting more effectively. And that meeting tends to turn into a next meeting way more often than it doesn't. So I hope I've reframed your uh, point of view here around the idea of tension and emotion. Be provocative, be persistent. Let them know that you're worth talking to. Let them know that you're not going to be waited out. Let them know that you've got them surrounded and then get the meeting. If you're enjoying this, if this has changed your eye level in some way, if you are thinking about things differently than you were just 10 minutes ago when you flipped this podcast on, share this episode with somebody. Tell somebody about it. Hit me up on LinkedIn. Tag me in a post. I don't mind that. Some people do. I don't mind that. Tag me in a post and tell people why you love this show. Tell people what you learned from it. That is the best thing. That's the best way that you can help me uh, is to get this word out to more people. And if you are a leader or if you're on a team and you have a good connection with the leader of your team and you think I can help your team, then let's talk about that too. I teach these frameworks, I train on these frameworks, and I coach teams through these frameworks so that they can make them their own, so you can sell like you, and so that you can create a world-class, high-performing sales culture, which is what everybody wants, but few are willing to do the work to actually make happen. You got a lot of choices in podcast land. Thanks for spending these last 10 minutes or so with me. I'll be back with you again in just a couple of days with another episode. I can't wait to tell you about that. And I'll talk to you then. Rethink the way you sell is a pod about it production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by blue dot sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajoric.